0: Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we discuss Black moms navigating work and motherhood. Welcome to another episode of Moms Hustle Different. I'm your host, Brenda Miller, and thank you for joining me again for another week. I would love to remind you this week to embrace the unexpected. Sometimes the idea you have at work or in your business will turn out better than you could have ever imagined, but you won't know until you put it out there. Your unique presence on this earth is needed. I've been in so many situations where my confidence had just plummeted and it made me afraid to try new things or do new things. Um, So let me tell y'all, for example, (laughs) about seven years ago in 2014, I was actually starting a podcast and I got the confidence to ask someone to allow me to interview them. So I set everything up and then the technology didn't work. I was embarrassed. I didn't even, and I think I asked her again if she would, you know, hey, can you try this again? And it still didn't work. So I was just embarrassed and I just gave up. I was like terribly defeated and it took me years (laughs) to get the courage back to, um, pursue this dream of starting a podcast and I ended up starting mom's So different in 2019 it's been an interesting ride but at this point I'm literally embracing the unexpected I'm amazed that you yes you are listening to this episode right now I'm just so grateful But this week, we have Kelae Carter on the podcast. She's one of my faves to follow on Instagram. And in this episode, she talks about her journey into motherhood and creating a brand aligned with her purpose. So let's get into the episode. Keeley Carter is a wife and mom of two boys. She resides in Waldorf, Maryland, where she works as an HR specialist. She's also the CEO and founder of The Keeley Carter Experience and a content creator. Keeley believes in creating a community and an environment that uplifts, encourages, and inspires others to fully live with purpose. Her brand was created as such a space that feeds on the connection of women, mothers, community impact, and mentoring. I'm so excited to welcome Keeley Carter to the podcast. Yes,
1: I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to chat with you today.
0: Thank you. I'm excited to chat with you too. So of course, you know, our icebreaker is called brag on your baby. So I would love for you to brag on your two boys.
1: Yes, listen, when I get to brag on them, it's, it's, it's very impactful and it's exciting. Um, uh, because this is this is a difficult time for our children, but um, my boys are definitely doing amazing things. Hunter um, was awarded student of the month um, through his school. He is exceeding in his academics. Um, I'm just so proud of him. He like uses Google to set his calendars for his classes. He's just maturing right in front of my eyes as a seven-year-old, and I'm just excited for him and proud of him for everything that he's doing despite this um this this time of this pandemic and not being in the normalcy of school and social and, social environment um and Jackson although we are still working on potty training <laughs> i'm still um proud of him for everything that he's accomplishing and growing watching him grow um i was definitely the mom that compared both of my children like When Hunter was two, he was potty trained. When Hunter was two, he was saying full words and full sentences. And it just made me realize that Jackson is now three and he's flourishing. He's saying all types of vocabulary words. And I'm just so proud of him. Um, It's really a reminder to not compare our children, that they will move in their own time. And so both of my boys are doing amazing. And thank you for the opportunity to brag on them for a little bit.
0: (laughs) Yes, I find that it's really easy for us to go into the flow of the interview and just be like, okay, it's all about me, but we wouldn't be moms without these kids. So it's nice to be able to have that little icebreaker and share something about these little munchkins, whether they're young, whether they're older, they're doing awesome things. So, And a lot of that, of course, is credit to their moms, (laughs) it was nice to be able to brag on them so I appreciate that and I'm glad you were able to share a little bit about Hunter Jackson for us Uh, so one of the questions that I always start with is where were you in your career when you first became a mom
1: so I was in the federal government I've been with the federal government for over 10 years now um I was in the federal government. I was working as a junior HR specialist um, for NIH, on um, the National Institute of Health, and um, I got pregnant. I, it was very, a, it was a very interesting situation because I actually passed out at work um, prior to me getting pregnant. I was, it was months before I got really sick, passed out. My my supervisor had to drive me to the hospital um, where I got evaluated. So I was both embarrassed and scared, and it was just so much going on. And that day, I was actually told that I would never be able to have children. It was a huge possibility. The percentage was high. The doctors had all this stuff, and I was really, like, scared. I was in tears. I was sad um, that that choice had been taken away from me because at that time, I didn't know if I actually wanted children or not. Um, but then when you're told that you can't have children, it makes a huge difference. Um, and so that was in 2012 and, um, 2013, I was, I became pregnant, um, and I had Hunter who was a healthy baby boy in October of 2013 and it's been an amazing journey. Um, so yeah, I was very nervous, um, when I got pregnant and then, Um, I actually left that job because I was so stressed. And I was so nervous of how the the stress from the job was going to impact my pregnancy. And because the doctors were saying all of this stuff, I was like, let me be safe and just, you know, up and quit. So I up and quit, stepped out on faith. Um, I went to work for a local high school, which was amazing. Um, That's kind of where my heart for mentoring came from. But yeah, that's where I was in my life when I got pregnant.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's crazy to have that moment where somebody else is telling you what they think they know <laughs> about, mm-hmm. <laughs> and saying like, "Oh, well, you're not gonna have it. I don't think it's gonna happen for you. So you might as well get your mindset on it." And then a year later, you have this blessing, you know, of a yeah. child. you um, like, "Oh, shoot." <laughs> <laughs> find out I was wrong, um, and so you leave your job because you're stressed, and you go work at a local high school. But now you're back in the government. Like, how did that work out for you?
1: Um, it worked out great so when I went to the local high school this was an amazing experience for me like I said that's really where my heart for mentoring really um, sprouted from um, just working with those children building a relationship and a connection with them and kind of understanding their perspective because this particular high school wasn't in the best of the best neighborhood so um, just understanding and relating to some of their struggles um, in life early on and then you know, it, it was heartbreaking for me that I had to leave them and it was heartbreaking for them that I had to leave them. And it was just a whole heartbreaking situation, but I had to leave for um, the better of, of my life and me being a mom. So that I, I feel like that was the first tough, tough decision that I made as a mom, um, the sacrifice because I loved my job at the high school. I did not want to go back to the federal government, but I also needed to understand that now my financials uh, depended not only on me and what I wanted to do, but this baby that I now have. Um, and so I needed to make that decision to be able to afford the lifestyle that I needed for my, me and my newborn, me and my newborn child. And of course my husband at the time we were not married, but he was an amazing dad, amazing boyfriend, you know, bomb baby daddy. <laughs> but but just me personally, I needed to understand that I needed those finances to be intact. And unfortunately, the school system does, does not pay. So I was blessed enough to get back into the government um, due to my tenure in the government and started back with a, with a new brand new agency. And it was different, but um, the money was better and the scheduling was a little better. I was able to telework, which was great. So it just offered some some benefits that the school system didn't at that time.
0: Yeah, that makes sense um, because it's, I mean, anytime we come in a crossroads in our career and we have to make decisions that we know impact other people besides just us, it can be very difficult to, you know, (laughs) when your heart and your mind are kind of going in different places and just like, oh man, I really love these kids. But I have my own child and I want to make sure that they are doing, you know, in the right position and what they need to do. So um, taking those sacrifices is, you know, it sucks, but sometimes it has to be done. Yes. (laughs) So as you are, you know, transitioning and going back into the federal government, I know that you had started a whole brand called Momish at the time. What When did that come up and how did you uh, get into that?
1: Yes, so Momish actually came about in 2017, March of 2017. It was a random idea where um, I was pregnant with my second child, Jackson. And I was just struggling. Um, I was not ready for a second child. And it was definitely a oopsie daisy. Um, we were now two years into marriage. Um, and so it's, you know, some people are like, well, you guys are married now. You should be excited. But I was just like, I'm just not ready. Like I was good with one kid and get it and like getting into this marriage thing and having fun and enjoying my marriage. I was not ready for the second child. So I really struggled mentally, emotionally. Um, physically because couldn't eat for the first four months. Um, So losing weight and just, just dealing with so much with that pregnancy that I was just like, you know, venting to my husband every day, every day. And I know he didn't mind it, um, but I started getting upset and I was just like, you know, I just need an outlet where I can talk to people where they understand what I'm going through. And so it was like, let's start a podcast. And I didn't know anything about podcasts. I listened to them, but I didn't know how to start it. I didn't know what to do. And I just built the podcast to say, this is a community and platform for moms to come together and share their experiences from whatever background. And I began to you know, connect with so many moms, network with so many moms, where we will, they will come to my house or my mom's house where I was recording at the time in the kitchen. We will have wine. And we would say, all moms need wine, right? And I had moms that were moms of special needs children, moms that were stepmoms, moms that have blended families, moms that were single moms. And we just really just connected and talked about the differences in motherhood, but also the similarities that we had, uh, which, uh, which ultimately built a sisterhood in motherhood. So Momish was very near and dear to my heart. And it was just like a podcast where people was just like, relating to it so much and then it was oh you should you put that on the shirt and then I'm like oh I don't even know like how to sell apparel and the shirts came about and now the shirts and hoodies and everything now but um yeah that's how mama started and a, a
0: ball of cluelessness <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's cool because sometimes what you need is what you are meant to Create in this life. So I think that's awesome, especially being able to talk to a variety of moms. I know that's where I get a lot of energy from Like when I have these conversations and I'm hearing people's stories and I'm like, wow, this is, I mean, I love this. I love the opportunity to be (laughs) able to give other people time to be able to share their stories. So I think that's cool. Yes. So as you're kind of building that and you're still Um, working like what what were you feeling at the time as you have you have your second child (laughs) you're building this community on the side and you're still working like what's going on in your mind about how you view your career and your next steps
1: so at the time I was very complacent with my career. Like I was fine with my career. Um, the agency that I was at, I like lo- I loved my coworkers. It was a good environment, had a great supervisor who was very supportive and I will record Momish um, on Sundays. So Sundays it became like um, an opportunity for not only my family to get together and have dinner, but for me to welcome, you know, another mom or two to come over and enjoy like the family environment, drink wine and record the podcast. So at the time it was very, very exciting. Like I looked forward to Sundays. It was like my highlight of the week. Um, And it was, it was uh, difficult, but it wasn't difficult because I feel like my boys were there with me, but I had the village there. So my mom, my husband, my sisters, all of them were there. So they kind of helped keep the boys quiet while I recorded. My sisters and my mom would join me on the podcast. If I couldn't get a guest, they would be my guests. Um, so it was really, really amazing the support in the village that I had when I first started it.
0: That's good. Um, it's nothing like some help. <laughs> it's nothing yes. Like some help <laughs> when you're trying to do some things or trying to get some things going. Um, because then that helps you with consistency, it helps keep you going when you have people to help you. Um, So from there, like you recently transitioned into the Keeley Carter experience. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and how that happened?
1: Yes, so I went through a phase um, of doubt, of fear, of, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't think I should be doing this anymore with the podcast. Um, I just I went through a, 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 a space where, you know, the creativity was lacking. I felt like, um, you know, things weren't weren't adding up the way that I wanted them to. I couldn't get the um, brand uh, where I needed it to be. There was stuff going on in the background where I was in denial, denial, denial. But Um, God just really just spoke to me in the beginning, before the pandemic, actually, this was January of 2020, before we went into shutdown mode in March. And it was just, you know, it was a lot of death around me, it was becoming just overwhelming and heavy. And I just went through like, a lot. And um, God just told me to use, you know, begin to use my pain for my purpose and basically stop playing, stop playing the victim. And so um, I, that's when I launched the part of my brand, Living With Purpose, um, just understanding that now I understand that my purpose is bigger than me. Um, all those times I was speaking with mothers and connecting with mothers was amazing. But as I look back over everything that you know I had been through in my life, it was like, OK, you can still reach and connect with moms, but there are also women that I want you to connect with, which in turn came into the community impact. Um, where, you know, I volunteer and give back to um, three different women's shelters in the D.C. area. Um, The mentoring came out of it. I began to serve under other people's brands and their mentoring opportunities, volunteering for high school students and middle school students. Um, And that was something that I had wanted to do when I left the high school, but I couldn't do it for the money because I needed to take care of my child. But now I'm able to do it through my brand, and then um, the living with purpose, and the recipes, and everything that I was doing, I was like, you know, momish only covers like the umbrella of motherhood. Where I'm also a woman, I'm also a wife. I also want to do this. I always, I also want to do that. So collectively. I came, I was writing all these names down and nothing was sticking. And then it was like, I am the brand, like it's me. So the Kela Carter experience pretty much sprouted from everything, my love for everything, my passion for everything, the purpose that I felt that God was calling me to. And so um, instead of just focusing on that one thing that I thought was like my purpose and my gift, I've just connected all of them together.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I love it. I am the brand. Like, don't worry about these names. I am the brand. Because yes. name coming up with names is hard. So <laughs> I don't blame you for that.
1: Yeah. So that um that was trademarked in in July, July 15th of
0: 2020. Awesome. That's exciting. Congratulations <laughs> on that. <laughs> and also congratulations on taking the opportunity to really just say, like, all right. I can do these things, but I can also make sure that I'm connecting with women in other ways and being able to go out and volunteer or mentor and still finding a way to, um, share that passion and share what God has given you, um, through those outlets. Because a lot of times we can focus a lot on what people can see, like Mm -hmm. on social media or whatever else, but there's so many things, so many spaces and, um, that we can join into that can really impact people
1: yes definitely
0: um so what do you do to like take care of yourself in the midst of this like in the midst of um creating a brand and raising two children being a wife having still having a full-time job like what are you doing to take care of yourself
1: So for me, I am the bath queen, the shower queen. (laughs) So I would definitely run a bubble bath quick fast and then a hairy. That's just like my escape. Um, And it's also where I get like majority of my, you know, thoughts is when I'm able to process things is when I'm in the water, which is weird. I don't know if it's because I'm a water sign. I don't believe in signs, but it's just weird that that's when everything sparks. So definitely a bath. Um, I love to sing. I cannot sing, but I love to sing. So um, when the pandemic started, I went to Sam's Club and I bought me a huge speaker. I ordered two mics and I do karaoke. It's, it's definitely therapeutic for me. Um, cooking, everyone's like, oh, you should share your recipes. You should do this. You should do that. But I explained to people like, I love cooking. I don't know how to write recipes. They're very blue leg. Um, I just shaken to the ancestors tell me to stop but I love cooking it's therapeutic for me I love you know just creating meals um so those are all things that really just give me music dancing all of that gives me my self-care that's that's what my self-care looks like for me
0: that's awesome man I can't sing either and <laughs> it got to the point where my son I try to sing that people be like oh well sing to him to relax him he was like, "No." <laughs> I'm like, "How you? You only two. How do you know I can't sing? <laughs> they were like, "No, girl, not you. That ain't gonna do it." Um, so I definitely understand loving the same, but not having that gift. <laughs> I know, right? What <laughs> y'all be like? Y'all please sit down somewhere. Try something else. My husband <laughs> can sing with him, but I cannot. <laughs>
1: tell you that's just proof that you can have a love for things and you think that's like something you're supposed to be doing or something that just gives you joy but it ain't your calling like understand that ain't your ministry
0: <laughs> right it's like i ain't gonna be on nobody's choir nobody's uh, i could talk my head off talk somebody's head off but i cannot sing um so i think it's always good to have those things that you just love to do um and enjoy doing to kind of relax um what advice would you give to other moms who are out here who are working and they're thinking about building a brand or they're thinking about, um, you know, building a business or whatever else, but they're trying to balance motherhood, wifehood, whatever?
1: I would say do it. Um, and that sounds very simple and to the point, but do it. Just step out on faith. Um, definitely go to God in prayer and ask for clarity and whatever, you know, you think your vision or your purpose or your passion is to get clarity from him first. Because like I said, I wasted so much time with um, doing all of this stuff and keeping busy when it was supposed to be something else um, I was supposed to be doing. So just get clarity for that. Um, Second of all, believe in yourself, like the fear and a doubt is going to come, like it's just going to come. It's just natural. Um, but understand that uh, you you have a purpose and you need to you know, fulfill that purpose because someone else may be waiting for you to fulfill that purpose. Um, and so you want to make sure that you're in place and being obedient to what you're called to do and not allowing yourself to stop you from that. Um, build a support system, a tribe, get a village. Um of people that's gonna encourage you and uplift you and stay up stay on you and hold you accountable and just give you those that push like girl, you got this. you gotta have those people surrounded around you surrounded around you because if you have only negative people or people that's like, girl, you you're not gonna be able to do this, it's not gonna work. So you need those encouraging people in your tribe. and then understand that you are more than a mom. Um, I know when, I used to, you know, introduce myself when it came to things like, you know, this is a podcast episode or um, uh, people asking me, my. I will always say, oh, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, and I will introduce myself like that first, but understand that you're whoever you are first. So now I say I'm Keeley, you know, I'm I'm this, I'm that, and I'm a wife, I'm a mom, you know, those are important roles in our lives that we've taken on, but we, we can never... Forget our own identity and our own purpose and the things that we love, because if if not, we're going to end up resenting motherhood and wife life or whatever that it may look, for, look like for you. And then boom, all this time has been wasted. So I say, do it, do it now, learn as you go. Everything's not going to be perfect in the beginning. You're going to learn as you go and connect with those people that are doing what you want to do to get those, uh, to get that inspiration and get that help and encouragement, um, to go forth with what you want to do.
0: I love that. I think it, that's super important for us to, um, remember, um, especially like you're more than a mom, like, yes, <laughs> cause we can get so caught up, um, and we're more than a wife or more than a partner, girlfriend, whatever we are at this time, like it's. We could get so caught up in our roles um, that we can lose ourselves. And we're more than, you know, our job titles. Like, yes. We are complete people outside of all of those things. So that's always good to remember. So do you have any like last words, anything that you want to share with the Moms Hustle Different um, audience?
1: Um, I'm so thankful to um, be on here thank you Brenda for this opportunity Um, I'm gonna if it's okay I'll share like a quick uh, promo code with you guys if you want to shop the Living With Purpose brand or the Momish brand you guys can um, use code dreams on the website com and uh, Gain 20% off of any of the apparel on the on the site and that's an exclusive for this episode
0: <laughs> thank you I appreciate that, you hear that I'm gonna put it in the show notes so you know I have my own living with purpose city, so I think you guys should get one too um, <laughs> so I will definitely put that in the show notes I really appreciate you sharing that and definitely everybody go to keelaycarter.com it'll be in my um show notes for today um I'm really excited and grateful that you were able to join the podcast today and I think that you know people will get a lot from your story even being told that you weren't going to be able to have kids and being able to have not one but two kids and (laughs) that they're growing and thriving and you're able to even through that you know build your brand and build your um, lifestyle um, in a way that you want. So I really appreciate that while also giving back too. So I think that that's awesome. And I'm so glad that you were able to join today.
1: Yes. Thank you so much.
0: Repeat after me. I am the brand. Say it one more time. I am the brand. I've always heard, even in my professional life, that we have to brand ourselves. Branding is the marketing practice of creating a name, symbol, or design that identifies and differentiates a product from other products. How you differentiate yourselves from your colleagues is a brand. How you differentiate yourself from other businesses is your brand. You have been made to be unique. So take that in pride. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Keeley. But before we go, please, if you are on Apple Podcasts, take the time to rate the podcast and write a review. It would mean the world. Otherwise, join my Instagram family and join the email list. The links are in the show notes. See y'all next week.